Who are we doing? Lemmy? Lemmy, that's you, bro. Excuse me while I whip this out. Ooh. What is that? Put it away. Aww. What the fuck? It's my emergency <laughs> drinking beer. It's literally labeled Did you that. bring one for me? Nope. What the it's fuck? the last one in the pack. <laughs> That's rude as hell. Yep. Is it room temperature? Because it's been in your pocket a while. <laughs> Did you bring it just because we were doing this episode? I had no idea we were doing this episode. I brought it and I was going to do that for whatever we were recording. Lemmy was appropriate. Although he wasn't really a beer drinker. Yeah. Wasn't no. it? Was it whiskey? Yeah. Jack Daniels well, he brought that Coke. in a Crown Royal koozie. That's why I was confused at first because I was like, is it canned whiskey? <laughs> no. They make those. They, they make do. the crowned like Jack and Coke things did i say crowned i meant canned (laughs) (laughs) the canned jack and coke what the fuck i'm Uh, sure it's way more coke and there's jack in it too it's like 14 percent. speaking of my mom got drunk um yeah she's she's ridiculous um she got drunk at my sister's wedding sure she's glad someone took her she didn't mean to um she called me up today and was like where are those videos you took at the wedding? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you took videos at the wedding. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I was also drunk. So who fucking knows where they are? They're in a locked file on my computer marked extortion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, So I went and I looked through my camera roll and I was like, ah, this is what she's talking about. And it's like a two minute long video of somebody told me that she was drunk. And I was like, Ooh, I'm going to go interview her. (laughs) But I was also drunk. (laughs) I gotta see that. She had, she was remembered me taking the video, so she wasn't that drunk because I did not remember taking the right. video. Right. I was like, um, at least she remembered that and then the next yeah, day. Yeah. She went down to the end of the bar line because she didn't want like a beer or anything. The bar line was long. She just went up to the front of it where there were these um, pitcher things, you know, like the, like a lemonade pitcher. Yeah. With, so she thought that was all non alcoholic. She thought she was drinking some pink lemonade. Well, it was some kind of like, weird rum punch that victoria had oh and she was she was so thirsty she said she filled up a whole cup with it and then just like chugged it because she was so thirsty um and then someone was like damn kathleen and she was like what (laughs) because she didn't realize that it was liquor spiked Mm. (laughs) yeah and then so she started feeling tipsy and someone handed her a shot yes she said somebody told her victoria said that the hand sanitizer smelled like tequila and she was like well what does tequila taste like and so they were like here take a shot of tequila and tell us if it tastes like the hand sanitizer smells and so (laughs) she took a shot of tequila and she was like it does taste like the hand sanitizer smells Mm -hmm. and then jake was like you didn't take a shot of tequila and she was like yes i did he was like no you didn't that wasn't tequila here's tequila and so she took another shot of tequila (laughs) oh i I didn't give her any shots okay maybe it was it wasn't me ernie i saw her take one i'm like what the fuck is going on she said somebody else came up to her and gave her another shot Mm -hmm. and um because they didn't believe that she did it and so she took another one and then so she had like three shots and down this whole thing of punch basically guys my mom never drinks she's been drunk like once in her life and she was probably 17 um she just decided not to do anymore She's like, she doesn't this is like traumatic. she said i don't like being drunk but she sounded like she was having some fucking fun <laughs> now she sees what it's about but i took a two minute long video of her and um i was just asking her questions i was like how do you feel and i, I was so drunk in this video too mm-hmm. she's like i feel good <laughs> and then i was like what year were you born how old are you and she couldn't answer how old she was but she knew when she was born 
And I was like, how old do you feel right now? She was like, I feel 19. Aww. <laughs> and then um, I asked her what her favorite cheese was, and she said brie. And then I was like, what's your favorite meat? And she said, Clint. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Which, um, yes, Clint is my dad. Aww. And then everyone else was like, woo. And I was like, woo. <laughs> you just refer to my dad as meat, you fucking nasty and so yeah i sent her the video i'll, I'll send it to you too <laughs> but yeah cool. she was toasted she knows that when you send the copy it's not gonna erase the one you have right she doesn't know that <laughs> <laughs> she was like don't post it don't just send it to me privately my friends wanted to see it apparently oh, I was I was, she was drunk texting her friends and they were like we want to see the video you know what you could do is you could <laughs> upload the video and then we could take it into pro tools and mix it up and make it like a song. Ziggy, ziggy. Like a get some, uh, song. What's your favorite I feel meat? 19. Clint. <laughs> Clint. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some auto tune in there. It'll be nice. Did we do uh, an intro? I don't know. I was about anyone. to say, <laughs> should, should we do the intro or just keep going? How long have uh, we been talking? We're good. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Death by Music Podcast. I'm Jake, as always, here with Cassie and Alex, and Hi. we have a mini sode here for you. When Let Me Kill Mr. recalled what he learned being Jimi Hendrix's roadie. Yes, yeah, so this <laughs> article is by Raphael Polcaro. Um, and we figured it would be appropriate because we have a mini episode. No, we don't. This is the mini this episode. This is the mini episode. We have a full episode coming out on our 27 Club season on Patreon that is on Jimi Hendrix. So here we go. And this one was suggested to us. So we wanted to cover it. Go ahead. Before creating Motorhead, Lemmy Kilmeister was Jimi Hendrix's roadie and had some nice memories about that time. In an interview with Bass Player Magazine back in 2015, he recalled what he learned with the legendary guitarist. Mm, should I do a Lemmy voice? It's not going to work. How do you do it? I don't think anybody can do his voice. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Smoke, the, hold I'll, on, smoke 40 packs of cigarettes first and then yeah, you can come back upstairs it. and do it. That's what always, the, the first time I started listening to Motorhead, I think... Uh, Crap, I'd gone to Germany and I had actually bought it like a, a Motorhead CD and I was listening to it. I was like, man, this guy sounds like he swallowed a bag of razor blades and then just started singing. <laughs> right. awesome. Can you reenact that sound right now? I don't listen to Motorhead. Can you please tell me what Lemmy sounds like? I cannot do it. He told me it was never going to be good. Well, that's, that's if he was in the South. You wouldn't be able to understand That was a terrible British accent. He needs subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's a quote from Lemmy. He told me I was never going to be a good guitar player. Uh, I was lucky, though. I joined Hawkwind uh, for the job of the guitar player, and they just decided they weren't going to get another guitar player. Dave decided he was going to play the lead. But the bass player was... <laughs> but the bass... But the bass... <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> Don't edit that out. But the bass... <laughs> But the bass player, like a twat, had not shown up that day because it was a free gig and he wasn't getting paid. He left his bass and amp in the gear van like, steal my gig, so I stole his gig. In another interview uh, with Louder Than War in 2011, the musician also recalled the moment. The first time I saw Hendrix uh, was in Blackpool at the Blackpool Opera House in April 1967. He come around with the Walker Brother tour uh, with Engelbert Humperd. Dink. Humperdink. Humperdink. Yeah, Prince Humperdink. Humperdink. And Cat Stevens talk about a mixed bill. He was magic. He just stole the show, and I wanted to be playing that type of music because the Vickers were very conservative in their choice of music. A lot of covers. I moved down to London later that year. I just wanted to do my own stuff and be wilder. So I went to London in, in 16... <laughs> 1670. Yeah. 
So I went to London in 67, and that was it. The only guy I knew in London shared a place with Noel Redding, and he was part of Hendrix's road crew. And they go out on tour, and I was uh, humping gear, and they were doing acts as bold as love. I love how he calls it humping gear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He may have actually done that. Uh, yeah, he probably did. <laughs> also, in Noel, Noel Redding, he ended up being a part of the experience, which I just learned because I did research for that yesterday. Cool. Yeah. You're so smart. So um, he moved in with Noel and started doing the same shit. Yep. Uh, it was amazing. Hendrix was an original. There was never anything like him since and certainly not before. He continued, uh, I'm assuming, let me. Mm-hmm. The man could control feedback. I watched his hands and you couldn't tell how he did it. He had a big... He had big hands, and they were over 10 frets long. That's big, they were. He could do it either way. He could turn the guitar upside down if he had to. You could spot the guitar players in the place. This is a weird quote. He doesn't speak proper English. He's just fucking saying words. He's probably already like 75% of the way through his bottle of Jack for that day. I get it now. You could spot the guitar players in a place. They were the ones cutting their fingers off. They were thinking, fuck it. It's not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 frets like for one hand yeah i mean he he supposedly i think hendrix was able to like really wrap his thumb around the top of the neck too and get some really crazy shit going on i gotta watch some videos. now they just make smaller guitar necks <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me continues again uh he was the best he was the most innovative guitarist ever clapton was never near him hendrix was out there I got to play with him once. I rehearsed in his rehearsal room in White City. You can't fucking describe it. He was good best. <laughs> wow. He was good best. And then Lemmy comes up with incredible bass lines like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that one. Um, I think that's it. That's it, Jake. What the heck is this page? I don't he know. was released on parole in December no, 2016. <laughs> Eventually married Amanda Dubbard in that's April not, 2017. Oh, that's, the next one, that's the next one. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's cool because like didn't really think about the fact that uh, Lemmy and Jimi Hendrix would have crossed paths, but right. Jimmy did get his like big break in England, and that's where the fuck Lemmy was. And Motorhead was pretty; they were a pretty early band. I think they were doing stuff in the early seventies. Yeah, or, they were. Motorhead's one of the very first metal bands, actually. Yeah, Lemmy's credited with being the grandfather of heavy metal, kind of. There's a debate between whether it was him or uh, Ozzy. There was, a, there was a debate whether it was him or Ozzy that really created metal, but I think even Ozzy said that uh, uh, yeah. Lemmy was the original. I mean, Lemmy's been doing it since 1975. Damn, he's they, old. They, they came up at about the same time, so it's it pretty close. Ozzy has been active since 1967, but who knows what type of music he was doing. We, we don't know everything. Right. Yet. Um, we're working yeah. on it. So if that's really cool that he was doing that with Jimi Hendrix. And again, if you want to hear the Jimi Hendrix episodes, they are going to come out on Patreon, hopefully sometime this week. Um, as a part of our 27 Club series, we have we have covered already Robert Johnson, uh, Kurt Cobain, and that's that one has two parts, and then Mia Zapata. So Jimi Hendrix is next in a two-part series. And uh, it's going to be a good story. We still have a whole bunch more people to cover in our 27 Club series. So make sure that you subscribe to Patreon to get continuous full episodes while we take a break for like the rest of the year. Um, we, got a, we got a couple of full episodes still to come out in season three. That's going to be Sam Cooke, 
and then Lane Staley from Allison Chains. So uh, let us know what you want to hear for season four. Send us an email, write us a message. And thank you for listening. Rest in peace. Bye. Later. Music by Demons at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.